getting ready to seize your first opportunity to come into the ring and start grandstanding and hot-dogging, yeah! I can't help it that I look good, smell good, woo, can't dance all night long. When we speak, our voices are heard, we all say, I bring it. Welcome to Malice Smack Talk, who should be one of the entrants of Money in the Bank this year because I think we do a lot better than some of the names we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, we've got the three people here. As always, you got me, my yourself, myself, the host, the Sonic Vader. With me always, Mind Freak. I thought you were oh. going to say my name for a second there. Like, you got your host, me, mine. I mean, I'm Sonic. What, you have a little identity crisis over there, bud? Well, actually, let me let me retract my statement. Who's been here always for the last month and two weeks? That's funny. You've officially been on cast more this month or more this year than Brock Lesnar has been on the last two years. Of, uh, <laughs> Good job, buddy. Standing ovation. Oh, okay. Wonderful, okay. wonderful. And of course, we got the brains, the bearded master himself. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you guys all doing tonight? Uh, recovering from a crazy-ass nerd weekend. Uh, I mean, between 6 a.m. and fin- uh, uh, Endgame to uh, Game of Thrones to God knows everything else, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's recovery time. Oh, it's an like- exciting weekend for entertainment except for – what we talk about on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just say it's been a little lackluster this week, huh? Um, hey, first of all, thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, feel free to, if you're not, uh, if you can, get onto Twitch. Uh, we're live right now on the Twitch network, Malice Corp. You can join in on the live chat and uh, take part in the topics we'll be talking about. Uh, if not, you can definitely listen to us or see us later on YouTube. Make sure you put your uh, comments in there. Whatever you're listening or seeing us on, make sure you like us, subscribe to us, uh, tweet us, uh, retweet us, comment, tell all your friends about us. Let's get our names out there. We're doing, we're, we're building up every week, and it's uh, great to see more people showing up to the cast. So uh, thanks to Malice Corp. Like I mentioned earlier, don't forget tomorrow or Friday night, excuse me, uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's their 100th show for the All Things Nerd podcast. Uh, I'm sure you'll probably see a couple of our faces on there, and it's going to be a big one. It's going to be Endgame reviews. So it's all. It's if you don't want to listen to Endgame because you haven't seen it, don't go to it. But if you do, it's your time to start letting it all out. Because trust me, I've been wanting to talk to someone for a while. Um, a while, right. three days. Some of us watched it over almost a week ago. Hey, hey, first of all, it was Friday morning at 6 a.m., so technically I think I'm about almost to the fourth day, all right? Uh, That's that's a lot of time, dude. Uh, So so what we're going to be talking about tonight, we've got three big uh, events that happened. Uh, Usually we kind of talk about the the past week as far as what happened on Raw, SmackDown. Well, okay, it was boring. So we're just going to get to the – we're going to cut all the fat and get right to the meaty uh, stories of everything. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the money in the bank. We have all the competitors, uh, and then possibly who would you replace? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, injury report, and, and then finally we're going to be talking about a big return that we don't know where it's going yet. Uh, so why don't we start off with the uh, with the sad news that happened on SmackDown last night with the Hardy Boys. Uh, Hardy Boys comes down, obviously Jeff in a crutch, now, I don't know the extent of what the injury is. Bearded Master, Brandon one. What, what is the extent of his injury, sir? 
Uh, I don't know what the extent is. I know that when they came out, they showed a video. It's with his leg. Um, how to deal with when Lars Sullivan came out and in, and um, disrupted the match and basically slammed him into the ground. So I didn't really see the full extent of it, but it looks like it's something probably in his leg. Yeah, I was I was almost thinking either leg or even possible like lower back. I mean, you could you can obviously tell Matt Hardy has a lower back issue and stuff, and he he's been going. No, we don't. Through, but... What are we talking about? Man, that guy runs around. Yeah, that he had that replaced. Yeah, when they when they showed the highlight clip for me, like with the, with where he landed, it kind of looked like something like on his like uh, upper leg around his hip region, like it kind of just like tweaked a little bit, maybe pulled him like tore a muscle or did something bad but he said but he even said on smackdown that's going to be certain requires surgery he's going to be out for a while yeah he said about six to nine months now of course the way these guys rehab and how the wwe has done a, a great job turnaround as far as their uh, medical sometimes you see those guys come back a hell of a lot faster um but yeah trying to look it up really quick it is a knee injury the way i looked at it being I don't know if you guys have had any major surgeries, but I've had a pretty significant one on, my, on one of my knees. The way he landed, if it is a knee injury, it could be a possibility of uh, of torn, uh, probably a torn because it's his left leg. The way he fell, probably probably torn ACL or an MCL or something like that. Uh, yeah. If he's out six to nine months, that's a that's a that's that's one of those major ones. Yeah, and it did look awkward. I thought it may have been more of the back until I just looked it up right now because he did come down awkward too. It wasn't it just flat you know how they disperse their body weight and everything he was twisted in midair and he came down hard on that so uh but they six nine months he's gonna be out they had to unfortunately relinquish the uh belt man isn't it crazy i think and i think this this is kudos to wwe because in the last four or five years how many times have we seen people relinquish their belts for injuries and stuff. You know, you can talk about yep. Daniel Bryan, you can talk about Finn Balor, you know, Hardy in the mix. There, there's been so many guys in the last five to six years who've relinquished their belt, where if you go back 10 years, man, those guys would have went about two or three weeks with those injuries competing, or at least somehow being really involved before eventually they would have them lose the title or just roll with it for a while. I mean, Oh, God, it's crazy. What do you guys think they're going to do with the uh, SmackDown turns? You, uh, you think they're going to be doing a tournament? They're going to what, – what do you think? I don't think he's really hurt. I think it's storyline. and It's storyline to get him off the air and for them to have to give up the belts. Uh, reason being, I think we're going to get a tag team ladder match for the uh, championships. That would be nice. That would be very nice, absolutely. Um, but you really don't think it's an injury, though. I don't think so. I don't no. think if, if it was a real injury, then they wouldn't have had Sullivan come out and um, basically get back in the ring with him. If it was Very a true, true injury. Very true. Very true. Why injure something even further than there already is when somebody's when you're when you're when you're, when you're and to be honest, Jeff Hardy is one of the most expensive talents they have on that roster. He's one That's of the he's, he's he's out of he's last time I checked, I actually was looking at this a little while ago. Um, looks like he's a million dollar a year contract. So. He's up as well, might be six or seven people above him in the male roster side. You don't risk further damaging or potentially career ending an injury just uh, to have the guy come out and, re- and like to mess with him. And he got, it, it, he got in the match, he got in the ring again, um, a little bit, messed around a little bit, but then R Truth came in. But still, you don't risk that, even if, you're, if you've already announced that he's already injured. 
Good point. Yeah. It just it just sucks though because it was nice to see the Hardys get the belt and I want to see them run. Because the downside to it, dude, it almost just seems like too that it was one of those things where they won the belt just so they could maybe just win the belt and get another notch in the belt so they can kind of put themselves up in the upper echelon of tag teams. Uh, and then all of a sudden he, he's injured again. It, it's weird. I'm a, I'm a, I'm. It's like I hope it's not that. I really hope. I I don't wish anybody having an injury because uh, injuries now, suck. But now, I'm now yeah, no, now now that bearded one said that it kind of makes sense because you know we you know so we watched it today you know going over some of the some of the key points and one of the things like too like if he was really injured and he was in the ring like that he would he wouldn't have stayed in the ring he would have gotten out there a lot quicker instead of like slowly trying to get out and then hobbling around look like he's going to attack them with the crutch kind of thing so that makes more sense than having an actual injury but we don't know also too. We'll now see. he could be he could have a mild injury that's possibly going to um he needs to take some time off. I don't think it's as severe as they're saying it is, but um I definitely think it's it's something to kind of I think they were transitional champions. I don't think they saw them as champions for a long time. I think it was transitional to get Usos on the raw and so we can have a tag team um event. Yeah, not only that, uh no one's ever uh said that Jeff Hardy was a great actor, man. He was, he was really struggling to get out of that ring. You know, I mean, that, I mean, it was pretty damn obvious. He was doing some horrible acting there. Uh, it was like the crutch was in his way or something. I don't know. It was just, he was just begging to get destroyed. Um, to go on a quick side note really quick. Um, I know you guys probably heard uh, Dash and Dawson offered, <laughs> uh, got offered a contract from WWE we're on tag teams really quick uh reportedly about 500k and they turned it down so uh bearded master's favorite tag team it doesn't sound like they're going to be with wwe too much longer man what's up with that it's not like they're a bunch of idiots turning down 550,000 a year for five years last time i checked you could sign me for half of that and i'll come <laughs> to you wherever you want yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so they they were offered the contracts. They said no, and now they're in getting made fun of, shaving each other's back skits. Like what in the world, dude? I don't know who that was worse on. If that was worse on them or the Usos, because I don't know, man. I the Usos wow. have had a great. They've had a great run where they've been badasses, and now they're kind of going comedic. First of all, that wasn't even the worst part of that segment. So <laughs> the worst part. I mean, that was definitely worse for the Revival because they're the ones that had to do it. Uh, because what when you look at the Usos, you can't get any worse than them coming out singing rapping and trying to pump up the crowd. Um, yeah. You have the hottest tag team. You have the best tag team for the last 10 years in the world. And you're going to drop them down to that. Yeah. There, last time I checked, that's not our truth oh, I'm sorry, that's not K-Quick. And the road dog. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I, at that point, I was expecting to see some uh, a couple uh, of the divas running around with brawn panties on doing a pillow fight match. You know, I mean, it, was just, it, it was horrible, man. It almost – I I'm glad you mentioned that because it also kind of it, – it was it was very 90s comedic skittish, like, oh, my gosh, dude, seriously, you had to go that far back for that? I mean – I mean, yeah, great. They turned down your five hundred thousand, but now you're going to do that to them. Good times. Well, you know they turned down the 
that they already had that planned out before the the con- contract. So yeah, if they turn it down, then we're gonna do this. <laughs> um. So yeah, so that so moving on to the so I agree with you though the tag team I hope they do a tag team uh, money in the bank match because that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, Jeff Hardy. Hopefully, it's not a serious injury. Get well, get get well soon, because we would like to see you back in the ring. That would be awesome. Yep, especially now that Matt's got a, kind of like a uh, a second lease on life, so to speak. The fact that he's looking like he's ten years younger now. Um, it'd be nice if Jeff can come out there and they can kind of have a nice little run of both of them being as healthy as possible. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Good, good, good words there, sir. Good words. Uh, moving on. Uh, next piece of uh, news we had going on tonight, money in the bank. Uh, we had the, the players announced, uh, both men and women. Uh, I thought what we could do is we can go through the list, kind of talk about them really quick. And then if you can take one or two names off of each ladder match and then replace them, who would you replace them with? Okay. So kind of mix it up a little bit. I would say let's start with the uh, men first, um, only because I think the women's might be a better one. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, they're both going to probably be good. But the men's, the men's actually does have a pretty good lineup as it is, especially with the the different uh, different personalities you got. So the eight uh, competitors are going to be Ricochet, Strowman, uh, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, uh, Ali. Or Mustafa, uh, Finn Balor, Andrade, and Randy Orton. So there's your eight. At, that is a pretty solid ladder match. Um, I, I have some reservations of at least one name on there, but but looking at it, it's got a great mix of you got you got strength, you got size, but it's not like you got speed, you got high flyers. Yeah, I mean you got. I mean the big guys aren't slow and sloppy. Uh, they're actually, they could actually run pretty good with the, uh, with the little guys and stuff. And at the same time, uh, the, the, I, the uh, little sorry guy. to interrupt before we yeah, get yeah. really going into that, just to read the comments. Uh, we had a great one right now, um, from mess 5150. If you don't know, that is our producer. Um, let's start with the podcast first. If you had to take two of you off the podcast, who would it be? Well, I can tell you right now who are the people come to see. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to go out on the record and it's say the A-list right here, superstar, A-list yeah. superstar, bro. Of course, the A-list superstar. The, the I mean, they're the not going to beard. I mean, the I mean, beard itself. I mean, they could probably kick all three of us off and just have the beard by itself. They could. They could. You really could. Absolutely. Well, what does he have underneath that beard? Oh yeah, another beard. This is Malik. <laughs> this is Malik's beard smack talk now, huh? Is that what you're saying? Beard no, and smack Mal- talk. No. Yeah, bearded smack talk. <laughs> With your host, the beard. <laughs> Just sit there, that, oh, and the answer is other question. What would be our tag team for three of us? Um, The bearded the, ones. I would say bearded malice. Bearded Boom. malice. Boom. Bearded malice. Bearded malice. I mean, it's better than Viking oh. Raiders. The bearded, the bearded experience. The beard experience. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, you'd go there, dude. You know what's funny though? I look at this really quick as we're getting into this. There's like three. We we just named off like three people that have totally had their names changed. Uh, like for example, it used to be Mustafa Ali. Now it's Ali. 
It used to be Andretti Sienna almost. Now it's just Andretti. And now we have the Viking. Well, are they still the Viking Raiders or what are they? They are. They actually, actually, this time, they actually had a vignette on the screen when they came out. And they actually, and they had like lighting to go with them this time. Uh, Pete Opolis in the chat said the tag team name is the Bearded Viking House Party. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Beard so strong that it breaks razors when they try to shave it. I love it. Talking about razor's edge, boom. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome to the cat. uh, Welcome to the show, Pete. By the way, it's good to see you back. Uh, Yeah, Pete, you got to come on if you're going to sing. I think we need to bring Pete Opus on so we can sing uh, "Real American." I think he was talking about that on Twitter a little while ago. Wanting to sing "Real American." Okay, I'm down with that too. Yeah, if we yep. get him on here, yeah, that'll that's how we'll start it off, and we might even just end it on that too. To be honest with you, I think that's just a show right there in itself. I think he actually uh, wanted to go sing an entire uh, wrestling album, the whole wrestling album from the oh, 80s. Oh, you know what's sad is I'm sure if I look at a box, I probably have that somewhere in a box. I remember owning that tape. Yeah. In fact, you know what's funny? Going on a side note, I was actually in a, a talent show lip sync thing and i actually did <laughs> yeah i actually i i did the tutti frutti but i did me gene oakland's one it was awesome yeah <laughs> uh you know i know it's off off topic real quick but since we're, we're talking about it uh add wrestling radio right here um <laughs> i don't i don't know about you guys but i was a pretty big fan of the wrestling albums and had uh, when it came to WWF, I had the WWF one, two, and three, um, and then I had four, which was fantastic because four was like the Attitude Era. Are you talking about soundtracks? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, WWF four was like the kickoff to the Attitude Era, and then they had the Attitude Era album, which was Aggression. Yeah, um, and that's the one with like actual like rock stars and rappers and everything were actually doing the songs. Um, that album was the shit you know what dude <laughs> you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go to my uh, storage uh thing and next week i'm gonna show up and i'm gonna have at least two or three of those in my hand i still have those somewhere nice I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring i won't be able to find the cassette tape uh because that's in a, that's in the way back box but uh hey. I, I do have this hey. stack that has them in there nice Yes, Pete, grab them cakes, man. JYD. Oh, God, dude, that was awesome. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so let's talk about this Money in the Bank match. Let's start with oh, the Oh, right, Money in the Bank, which is yeah, like yeah, one of the that. best events of the year. Yes, right? yes, hopefully so this year. Uh, so I, I just named them off. We have Ricochet, Braun, Drew, uh, Baron, Ali, Finn, Andrade, and Randy. I think it's probably one of the most balanced uh, Money in the Bank matches I've seen in a while. I mean, because the last couple of years they've had a couple big guys that, you know, did all right, but they didn't. I mean, like Braun is the exception to the rule in a sense, but, you know, they've had Kane and they've had other guys that have kind of weighed it one way. Um, but this looks really balanced. I'm uh, like, I'm actually content with all the names on there, except I would change one on there. Uh, now, Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the second or third year in a row that they've done eight people? No, they do eight people every year. Okay, I thought it was six for some reason. Always eight. Okay. Uh, yeah. so, hold on. Before you say this is the most well-balanced and talking about like the most diverse and like kind of hits all the metrics, last year we had Braun Strowman, 
but we had Robert or Bobby, formerly known as Bobby Rude, Finn Balor, Owens, Kofi, Rusev, Samoa Joe, and the Miz. The that's reason why pretty that's pretty well balanced. Yeah, but if you if you look at it though, um, Lashley didn't do a lot of like he didn't do a lot. Of Lashley stuff wasn't in there. Lashley wasn't in there. Did you just say Bobby? No, Rude. Bobby Rude. Oh, Rude. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Lashley. Lashley fought Sami Zayn. That's right. That's right. I, I to that that was a very well balanced one, but for some reason it just didn't seem like everybody was involved with ladder stuff. Like I remember Braun Strowman did do a lot of stuff. I mean, he did a couple things, but it was mainly it was mainly everyone else. Uh, you know, do you not was, remember Kevin Owens falling off a twenty foot ladder onto I the do, table? I do remember that, but dude, I've, I can tell you so many different times people have fallen off a ladder or have gone to yeah, but I, not I, somebody like Kevin Owens. That's almost as big as Rikishi falling off Hell in a Cell in two thousand one. Oh, okay, hold on a sec, dude. Kevin Owens has a gut, but he's not Rikishi level, dude. I said almost. Yeah, almost. No, almost. no, that's that's a, he's like a Finn Balor difference, dude. Yeah, that's, uh, Rikishi, no. was a, Rikishi was nearly four hundred pounds, dude. And KO's like two hundred ninety pounds. He's like three almost. All right, we'll go with Leo Rush. Go with a Leo Rush. There you go. How about Leo? Leo Rush. Leo. Who's that? Uh, soon to be unemployed, possibly. Yeah, uh, there we go. <laughs> Boom! That's all I wanted to hear. Unemployment line? <laughs> Hashtag unemployment line. Yeah. You're paying my paycheck now? <laughs> <laughs> hey, go to the soup kitchen. <laughs> Damn. Um, so, so I mean, but it's, it's a really the, – the, the reason why I like this lineup is because I really do think everybody on this lineup – Will get like actively involved somehow. Somebody's everyone on this lineup is going to go through a ladder. That's that's what I think. Something crazy is going to happen from each and every person. Ricochet is going to do a oh, Jesus, how, is gonna do like an eight, gonna do like an eighteen hundred <laughs> off of the ladder. <laughs> Ricochet or, 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 or see like a, like on like two opposite ends, him and Ali both doing it into like Braun Strowman or something. I was gonna say the same thing. Him and Ricochet <laughs> are gonna both do a like triple cannonball off of the top ladder. Yeah, but before that, they're gonna hop from three different ladders. So they're gonna hop, skip, and do their thing, dude. That's what's gonna happen, man. It, it's it's crazy that the amount of talent just between them two, and then you add Finn and Andrade. Uh, those guys could definitely. Uh, throw their throw their weight in there as far as athletic ability and then you've got randy braun drew mcintyre i'm interested to see what drew mcintyre does with that i believe he did win the money in the bank uh seven no no about 10 years ago i, I don't know the exact but no, i think he, he hasn't is. won one at all no i think drew mcintyre did win a money in the bank i believe he put i'm looking it up right now drew mcintyre money in the bank let's see if oh that's yeah okay i'll go with that name too uh no nope, never won the money in the bank he's the NXT are you champion, sure? intercontinental champion and a two-time tag team champion mm-hmm. i could i could have swore they yeah, said the, the the only ones he in sir there. has never been a money in the bank winner yeah, okay you have you have randy orton baron corbin and I will list off the winners um, from since day one, so 2010, so nine years. Um, we got the Miz and Kane because there was at this point there was there the double double uh, money in the banks. Yeah, uh, Miz and Kane, Del Rio and Daniel Bryan, Cena and Ziggler, Randy and Sandow, um, Rollins, 
Sheamus, Ambrose. Uh, and now this is going to be the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Baron, Braun, and to be determined. All right. Yeah, I could have swore I heard that before, but I guess not. All right. Three people in this match are all former Money in the Bank winners. Yep. So it, it's, it's going to be a good match. Now, uh, what name or who would you take off of this and who would you replace him with if you would? Very important. Uh, really? Why? Now, hold on. <laughs> is this because you don't like him or is this because of t- talent and you think someone more talented should be in there instead of him? Probably somebody more talented than him should be in there. Okay. Somebody like 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 Alistair Black. Okay, hold on. Hold that, on. That, I'm just throwing that wait, out. Wait, wait. Go ahead. Go what ahead. roster is Baron Corbin on? He's on Raw. So who on Raw could take his place? Alistair Black is on SmackDown. Yeah. Well, originally he was supposed to be on Raw, but yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he's no. on. He's so you got. If you're taking know, Baron yeah, yeah, Corbin yeah. off, you got to substitute him with another Raw talent. Somebody else from Raw. Why you got to throw the twist in like that? Dang it. All right, uh, he's on. No, he's got, no, he's got a point. Just throw somebody random in there. He's got a point. Case, he's got I'll a bring point. the rock back and put the rock in there. No, no, he's got I, would, a, no, no he I would put a current superstar in there. I had a name. I'm looking right. him up to make sure he's on the uh, raw list because I would Who like is it? that name. Uh, it would be Luke Harper. He's not on the roster right now. No, he's, he's on he's SmackDown. Currently... He's on oh, SmackDown, yeah. but he currently is like kind of like sitting at home. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He's 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 yeah. So, I got it. Um. So since you guys, I'll, I'll give you guys both a moment to, to think of somebody to replace him from the roster. Um, I have two. I have two. All right, go for it. Corbin, is unbelievable. Corbin is not one of them. I actually think Corbin makes a good fit. I think Corbin is a heel heat that should be in this kind of match. Um, he's won it. He's been in it before. Uh, the one, the first one that comes to mind, and you'll know exactly why as soon as I say his name, Finn Balor. Yeah. Why is the IC champion? Inside a ladder match for the chub for the money bank briefcase. I get it, but you're only in it because that that title should be defended rather than having him in that match. Um, replacement, Alistair Black. Yeah, there is. Yeah, now I have I have a second one. Okay, because I don't feel he's earned his right to be in this match. Name, Ali. Replacement, Rusev. I can okay, I, I. But why don't you think Ali's earned it? Because he's had two matches in the last three months. Okay, so and so basically, Ali's in here as a consolation prize for hey, we know what you were supposed to be doing a couple months back, and you kind of got hurt and screwed. So we're gonna throw you in this so we can try to keep your name in front of everybody and keep your talent in front of everybody. Yes, he's talented. He's gonna have some big spots off that ladder, but I want to see somebody who who deserves to be in a championship match. I don't see Ali as a champion. I see Rusev as a champion. Okay. And if, if, I, if I was going to take somebody off Raw, I don't have anybody off Raw because I'm okay with those. I don't really yeah. care for Braun being there because he's been there. He's, he's won it. Yeah. It's played. Uh, he's the favorite. I don't think he's going to win it again. Um, if I were to say I had to take Braun Strowman off or anyone, I don't – because the other three – you can make the same argument against Ricochet of him not being there compared to Ali. I get it. Ricochet's done more over the last three months than anybody else in that category for the Money in the Bank men's briefcase. Yeah. Um, if I was to take Braun Strowman off, somebody that I feel deserves to have some kind of push, 
Orson deserves to be in this match that can get his name back in there as an individual would be Cesaro. He's on SmackDown, though. No, he's, he's not. on Raw. He's on Raw. I thought he went back to SmackDown. No, they split Split them, and he's on Raw, and and Sheamus is on SmackDown. Yeah, I've lost track with whoever was everywhere. Um, No, actually, now here's the funny thing. I I actually, for me, the name I would take off. uh, I I thought I thought about Baron Corbin being replaced with Luke Harper. Obviously, can't use Luke Harper because he's on Raw. But then, after listening to you slightly, okay, Braun was the number two guy. I, I see what you're saying with Baron Corbin being uh, staying on there. He has been on it before. I, I personally don't like the push that he keep, they keep giving him because, to be perfectly frank, uh, he his his in ring skills they're good, but they're predictable. Like they're he hasn't good. done. They're horrible. They're horrendous. They, they haven't, it, it, I, and I say good to a point where he's on TV, but it's not like what we were watching. Uh, you know, no name just getting beaten the hell out of right. Um, I would take Braun off, and and I would actually put EC3 in there. I think that's somebody who needs to get a push, and I think that would be a great uh, spot showcase. for him to yeah, – Yeah, the showcase. Because everyone who hasn't watched NXT and saw him go through it, or let alone TNA or anything else, uh, doesn't know actually what he can accomplish in the ring, and we just haven't uh-huh. seen it yet. And yep. I don't know what the hell WWE's waiting for, but that would be a great match to showcase showcase his talent. Is put him in the ladder in the ladder match. He won't win, but man, people will be asking to see him a hell of a lot more. That the crazy yeah. thing is though, if you were to insert EC three and with the diehard wrestling fans knowing who and what he's done, he could easily be somebody who makes his like debut in that match and wins it, and it would be credible. Oh, absolutely, yeah. 100%. absolutely, because he would be the complete surprise sleeper. You know he can, but they probably won't, and that's why he should. And I could totally get behind that. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see EC3 in there just because – Could you imagine him. his promos over the next year regards to him having the briefcase? Not only is the top one percenter, but he also has the briefcase. Like, it writes itself. Yeah, it does. Given that that means it doesn't write itself because it's the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, I think they could have this money in the bank is a great opportunity to not just push like like just like for example, Randy Orton. I'm not saying Randy Orton shouldn't be in there. I think Randy Orton could be in every money in the bank. We've seen him in a lot of them, right? One um, one one. one. He, but he's, I I'm confusing with other just ladder matches and my apologies. But I mean, you've seen him in matches similar to this and he's and he's done very well. Um, however, though, I, I, I'm getting to uh, Randy Orton's getting to me to a point where he's starting to approach Cena esque, like the beginning of it, where you're just putting him on TV just because it's his name, but you're not seeing him all the time now. He's not showing up every night. They're not putting him in the main event. He's kind of like having feuds that are that are keeping the middle of the middle of the the of the roster like relevant you know it's just do, do you not realize who his last feud was yeah i do realize who his last the biggest feud name was. on the roster 
but he's not they're not doing anything with him though that's the problem that's the thing that's the thing about, about randy orton is he doesn't he's not a stupid guy who you need to consistently be doing something with because his name writes itself he has earned the spot to where he doesn't need to be on every show because every show doesn't need randy orton but when he's there he's giving always giving us high quality stuff unless it's with jinder mahal uh but other than that Randy is Randy, and you know what you're going to get out of him. By so, having him in this match with Alton's okay. So take away Braun, take away Corbin. Everyone, even even Balor being this match, Balor's still somewhat new to the roster. He hasn't been on the roster for a couple years. Um, this this summer makes three years he's been on the main roster. I get that's not a lot of time, but when he's injured for a year of that, uh, so basically he's been on the roster for two years. Before that, nobody really knows – Balor before NXT. And Balor's got a great history there. But if you take everyone else, uh, even at, uh, McIntyre, who even though he's got a pass, Drew McIntyre that we see now is a different Drew McIntyre. Mm -hmm. Ricochet, Ali, Andrade. These are all four newer talents. So what do you do with these brand new talents? You put somebody who can put them over. Randy's in this match, not to win it, but to put over the younger talent. To take the bumps from Braun, Baron, and McIntyre, and put the other four over. So I, I'm I'm going to agree with you there to a certain extent. 50-50. Yeah, I, I can see you know taking the bumps help put over the new talent. But you know if all these rumors and stuff were true, you know, but we never know with WWE because everything changes so much. But if these rumors are true and Vince wants Randy to have the belt when they go over to Fox. This could be one of the prime positions to have Randy get inserted back into that title. So picture. we'll get into that in a moment because I'm going to defunct okay. that entire your okay. entire yeah. argument there. And but, when but, I tell you why, you'll understand why that. That's okay, not gonna but 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 you can understand where my point. I do totally. Okay. 100%. Okay. Yeah, okay. But now here's my thing. I I really do think that Money in the Bank can really showcase talent. Like newer talent, that's what it's been used almost for. Like you, you uh, like regardless if you win or not. Did you not hear everybody I just announced who won it? Yeah. Okay, but my point is there are other names other than Randy Orton. You even just said it yourself a minute ago. Randy Orton doesn't need to be doing this. He doesn't even need to do that. He's earned this and that. He doesn't need to be in my just, No, he, I, he does need to be there to help the younger talent. You tell me they can't find anybody else. So oh, you're saying that right. Finn Balor? Does, so hold on, hold on. Okay, if you want to do that, let me let me go further. I will read off the entire SmackDown roster. You tell me on here who needs to replace Finn Balor because a cha a, care, a title carrying champion should not be in this match. No, I agree unless with you. he loses his title that night. Okay, Which, hold who on. Knows? He might be losing it beforehand. So Aiden English. Well, then why would you announce it beforehand? I have no idea. I don't know. Okay. Hold on. He's going on a tangent. Aiden English. This, now, this, this, is in, this is instead of Randy Orton, okay? Aiden English. Yes? No? No. Oh. Okay. Alistair Black, which I've already said where he should be. He should be taking yep. the spot of Finn Balor. Same kind of you – know, he's brought the same kind of talent and, and, and ability. Um, Andrade already in there. Apollo Crews. No. Too young. No. Not Big E. Injured. Injured. Big show. Nowhere no. around. Bo Dallas. No. Okay, here's one that I could possibly see on here, and I will give you this one. Buddy Murphy. 
that's a good one. I can yeah. see Buddy Murphy being a younger talent to get his name on the main roster since he hasn't been on the main roster. So as far as your argument to get somebody on there, he would be a good fit for that. Mm-hmm. Yes? Okay. Yeah. Chad Gable. No. no. Curtis Axel. No. Daniel Bryan's injured. Yeah. Elias is in a big match. Epico Cologne. <laughs> Harper, we just talked about. Jeff Hardy's injured. Jinder Mahal. No. Kevin Owens in a big match. He's in a big match. Killian Dane. No. Kofi Kingston. Kind big of a big match. match. Yeah, 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 kind of. All right, here's another opportunity, but then you go back what your argument was a year ago as far as having too much beef. Lars Sullivan. I wouldn't want him in there anyways. I wouldn't want him either either because he's uh, not a, a skill. He's he's a power that's just going to come in and smash. He's Hulk. He's going to Hulk smash, and that's always <laughs> going to be in that part. He's there to bend the ladder, not to climb it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt Hardy. Possibly. He, he could now with his situation. Okay, so, but yo, hold on. So <laughs> let's put Matt, but not Randy. I'm that telling you, defeats, that defeats your per, your argument there. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm gonna continue. Our truth. No. Otis. No. Primo Cologne. Keep moving. Roman, big match. Rowan. No. Possibly. Okay. No. Uh, Rusev. Well, we we, we, we already said where you should go. You go one Sheamus. Yeah. yeah. Which Sheamus is, again, another Randy Orton. Yeah. Sheldon Benjamin. He would be a better mix than Randy Orton. For what? Benjamin's been Just, on TV once in the last eight months. If you're talking about someone to take bumps and do so, and lead something on, that's the he same time. He doesn't give credible validity to anybody on in that match. Most okay, people keep... are watching don't know Sheldon Benjamin. All right, keep or going. Who he should be. Sinsuke Nakamura doesn't fit this match. No. Sin Cara, he's injured. Tucker. <laughs> Moving on. Xavier Woods. That would be the other pick I would put in there. See, you know, only- that would be interesting because yeah. you have him who's a veteran. The chance of him winning to end up going up against um, Kofi, Kofi would be pretty big. Here's the thing. Here's what I would have wished really would have happened. I really wish that Big E hadn't got injured if he's really injured because Big E in this match again, winning that briefcase – Sets up a completely different scenario, and he does a half a turn on Kofi. Kofi just has to watch his back for his best friend to cash in on him. That would have been interesting TV. Just saying, that would, that would have been. And you could still so, get away with Xavier though too. I, 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 yeah, but but the heel he doesn't come off as much with, with Xavier. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. So we're going to go back to this real quick. So Alistair Black, which and Buddy Murphy, essentially. Uh, are essentially the two names, the newer guys, that can fit that role. Sound right? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Aller should be replaced by one of those, without a doubt. And I think it should be Black. If Ricochet's in this match, Black should yeah. be in this match. Because exactly. the reason Ricochet's in here is exactly why Black should be in there for the same reason. 
In fact, yeah. Ricochet, you would you would make an argument that Black should be in there more so than Ricochet due to the fact that since they split, Ricochet's lost every match since. No, he won. He just won a tag team match with Braun on Monday. Okay, well, Braun but, but, won that match. Yeah. And Ricochet no, just Ricochet got No, Ricochet I, got the pin, though. I know, but that's because Braun already beat the shit out of him <laughs> before he <laughs> Yeah, and why do they have to put him in a tag team, by the way? Let Ricochet go on his own for a hot minute, man. Let him try to develop his uh, you know, his own place, you know? He will. But, all right, so uh, you made your point. You made your point, but still, I, I – so, per- so, kind of backpedaling, too, what was the other point about the comment that I made and that you said you were going to change my mind? With? Hold on. Um, keep going. I'm, I'm responding back to a, a comment in the thread. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. oh no, it's right here. Um, so welcome to the room. Um, I don't know. E S A H C fifty six. He mentioned baby. La- oh, Bobby Lashley. Um, great, great. But he would. Um, Lashley is on. Is Lashley on SmackDown or he's on, he's Raw. on Raw? He's on Raw. Right. He's on- so as far as the SmackDown talent, he wouldn't be able to replace any of them. But even if he were to replace someone on Raw, uh, he he gives another one of those older names who isn't. I guess he could. Help um, pull or tar- put over the younger talent, but I think by putting over talent, Randy Orton does it at a much higher level than Bobby Lashley does. Yeah, yeah, Bobby Lashley would be the equivalent of uh, Drew McIntyre as far as he he could be in the match because, in fact, both of them have similar paths as far as careers where they were at together at the same time. They both left for about the same amount of time, and they both came back about the same time with whole like different. Well, okay, at least Drew did. Uh, Bobby Lashley still. <laughs> Um, need someone else to talk to him, but yeah, he would be a good balance for uh, you Drew know McIntyre. who could swap that out instead of Bobby Lashley and fill that who? spot and be that quicker talent. Who do you Leo think? Rush. Uh, but Leo Rush, I think, is fill out, filling out or possibly filling out some unemployment papers soon. I don't know. Oh, That's, well, that works. You know. Um, okay, yeah. so <laughs> what you're saying about Matt Hardy, um, I don't think Randy is going to be the uh champion come. Uh, SmackDown Live on the Fox due to the fact that it looks like as of today, Brock Lesnar may never be fighting a UFC match again or MMA match. Um, basically, basically retired, and Dana White has come out and said he's retired. Um, yeah, I saw that. They were saying so, he was, he's no longer going back to UFC. You know that means he's going to be open for a contract with Vince for you know five or thirteen million dollars or whatever it is, eight million dollars. I believe his contract is $8.5 million a year. Um, at that point, sign the contract, go to Fox. Why? And I was talking, you know, had this discussion already. Brock Lesnar, you want to bring, you want to bring attendance to SmackDown. You want to bring visible eyes and bring the crowd over. You have Brock Lesnar win that championship, that title, first night of SmackDown on Fox. That's interesting. Now, now to go on that really quick, since we're, we're kind of going on it, I also saw the same article where, if I'm not mistaken, he's talking about maybe one more year in the WWE, and he wants to be out after that. That's yeah. what I think I remember reading, which I think one year is too long. I think one week would be good enough. Well, hold on, and, hold on. One year is one week's worth of fighting. That's true. Good point. Yeah. That is seven matches. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's seven so matches just, so yeah. now, now that you say that, yeah. because most people have two days off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we can't work them seven days straight to get overtime. So we've so what you're saying is we've only got five more days of Brock Lesnar. And to get this even closer, 
his matches are about five minutes, so we have about 30 minutes of fighting left of Brock Lesnar. Dude, we got all the commercial time that Hulu cuts out. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. We have we have more Paul Heyman <laughs> time than we do Brock Lesnar time. I wish, and, I'm okay, and honestly, I'm okay with that. I like Paul Heyman on the mic. <laughs> I wish Paul Heyman would find somebody else to start freaking in an app to get for because yeah, I, I find his uh his stuff still entertaining. He's still right on the point. I like it. That's uh, not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Yeah, let's, yeah I'm not going to say that wrong again. Um, so yeah, yeah. So who? Uh, so we're not going to talk about who's winning and everything because that's what we're going to talk about the pre. Yeah, that's yeah. The pre- the female side. Uh, females got announced uh, finally last night as well with the final four from SmackDown. So here's the here's the lineup. You've got Natalia, Dana, Naomi, Alexa, Bailey. Mandy, Ember, and Carmella. So I'm not gonna say mine first, but I'm gonna have when it's my turn. I'm gonna have you guys guess which two I'm taking off that list. I already know one. <laughs> so I'm going to let you guys, uh, Vader, Masonic Vader. Okay. Go ahead and give us your picks first. Oh, okay. Smart. Well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, being that I don't know if I've got the right raw. I will correct to, you. Uh, I will correct. Thank you. Uh. I would take Dana out. Okay. And the reason why I would take Dana out, it's not that I have nothing against her, but like we were talking about in the pre-show, I think it's better for Dana to be winning individual matches and building herself up that way than throwing her in a ladder match, which I don't even think – or a a Money in the Bank match, which I don't even think she's been in, let alone a ladder match. And, you know, she's going to have to – she's one of the – out of this whole list, she's one of the veterans, unfortunately, and she's going to have to be that bump. I, I I don't see her having that quality of talent yet. She needs to have those single match wins and build up that way. Maybe next year would have been good. I would replace her with uh, Ruby Wright. Okay. Uh, I think that, and I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So that would be a good one there. And then the other one is I would take out Carmella. Why would you and take out your favorite female wrestler? Yeah, she is not my favorite. <laughs> I mean, you do own a Carmella shirt, just saying. I, I do. <laughs> so who would you replace Carmella with? <laughs> Zelina. <laughs> There's no dead air here. Why, why, why are you walking away, sir? Because that I, I, was the most idiotic comment I've ever heard you make. Okay, so uh, so 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 let, let, let's go with some smart, some smarter people here now. Well, first of all, say smart, right, dude? Smart, really, well, dude? That's hey, why yeah, we know it's forget, not going to be one. You forget half of my face isn't working, so my words aren't coming out correctly. It wasn't helping you when it was. So still, go for it. Yeah, at least I can make better picks than you. Yeah. Well, who? You, let's hear yours. That's your mind. Um, from, oh, hold on, um, hold on. I'm sorry. I know. I, I think I kind of threw my headsets down. I might have had a little bit of a fit. Um, who? Oh, you said Selena Vega instead of Carmella, correct? Yes, he did. Okay, got it. Mind freak. Me and you are going to be in agreement on one of them. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, Natalia, she just she just doesn't need to be in this match. Who? Natalia. Okay. And I would probably I would switch her for somebody. I'm probably going to say the same thing: either Sarah Logan or Ruby Riot. Okay, 
Just the one? And then on the other side, um, I'd switch out – same kind of idea. I'd switch out Carmella, but not for who he picked because that was just an idiotic pick. Well, unfortunately, um, wait, wait, stop for a second because I didn't even get to say anything anyways. The reason why I picked her is because when you look at everybody else, the only other viable people right now are currently in tag team stuff trying to push their names that way. So how am I going to how am I gonna pick like – You mentioned a name in a pre-show, and I'm surprised you mentioned it now, uh, Liv Morgan. I wouldn't put Liv Morgan in there. Liv Morgan I don't think is ready for anything of this stuff, dude. She has not shown me one single match where she's been killing it, dude. She might be ready for some stuff. Well, yeah, but it's definitely not going to be in the ring, especially when you put a table, uh, freaking money in the bank match in front of her. Yeah. All right. So you said you're taking out. So, so Vader, you say taking out Carmella and Dana Brooke. And Dana Brooke. And my freak, you said you're taking out Natalia and Carmella. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I taught you well, my young Padawan. (laughs) For you know me too well. As Natalia has no reason to be anywhere near this match. You talk about Ra- you talk about Randy not being in the match. Natalia shouldn't even be in the damn arena. Okay, first of all, um, my replacement for her. And I, here's the thing: I was debating on this one, and I was actually on the verge of saying Ruby Riot also Vader. So I was on the same path with you on that one. However, going back to our prior statements, as far as this being an opportunity to make somebody. And I felt somebody who might be crazy enough to make something crazy happen. Who wants to play with Nikki? Let's play with Nikki. Okay. Nikki Cross to replace Natalia. Same kind of style, or not style, um, like size as far as performer goes, because you you know you don't want to have all these high flyers in the match. Um, I think you get a little, not necessarily high flying. But you get a little bit more lighter mobility with like Alexa, Amber, uh, Bailey. Um, Naomi's one that is the most athletic female that can do crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, so as far as like that same kind of role, I think Nikki's there. But I think we see some crazy spots in a ladder match from Nikki Cross. Now my other side, uh, Naomi, uh, or I mean uh, Bailey, Mandy Rose. Of course, I'm always going to agree with Mandy Rose. Being no, of course, match. of course, um, no I, I'm kind of a little bit. Uh, here's the thing. I'm going to say it now. I have a feeling that's, that Mandy is going to be one of the final two, possibly final three, uh, or final three, possibly final two. And I think she might end up losing it because of Sonya. Um, just throw that there now. Just, just, just foreshadowing. Well, um, he- either way, Ember Moon. Um, I mean, there's so, I can make some strong arguments for her not to be there, but I can make some good ones for her to be there. So I can, I can understand that it's Amber Mood. May not be the biggest fan of her style, but I will say she has earned her way since she's been on the main roster. Um, Carmella doesn't need to be there. I mean, she really doesn't. She's won it already twice, um, which she needed help to win it. She just doesn't. She's out of the entire list. She's uh, to be honest, I think she's actually. I think Dana Brooke might actually have a little more talent than Carmella. Um, my replacement for Carmella, and this has to go with being that experience. One experience, um, as far as being a veteran, but two, because I really want her to have the opportunity to win that title. Um, she deserves to win a title one more time, and that's Mickey James. 
I can I see that. She, I forgot she was on SmackDown. Well, you know, <laughs> why do you say that? Because I'm sitting there and, like, in the pre-show, I'm going through the rosters and kind of looking at things. And you mentioned Nikki Cross. Now, I agree. Nikki Cross would actually be a good fit for that. The funny thing is, if you go to WWE's website, she is not on any single show. She's just a current superstar. She's not on the Raw. She's not on SmackDown. She's not even on NXT's roster. She's just a superstar. So we don't even know where Nikki Cross is right now. And, which is and part of the rumor I think that might be, and, th- and this is, again, rumors I've heard with it, because of what they're trying to set up with Bray, they may try to put her with Bray somehow. I don't know how, maybe, but that, that's, just, that's just what I've heard. So Pete in the chat is asking if Sasha Banks should be in there. No. <laughs> well, you can't one. And I'm I'm going to answer this just and and Pete knows my thoughts on this. I know he knows um, because he does talk to me a lot and he does listen to my other show. Um, I am not a Sasha Banks fan, and <laughs> whatever she's doing right now, if, if the legitimacy there is the, the legitimacy there. For her to be at home crying about the loss and her losses and the titles and her direction and how she's just butthurt and pissed off about it all, then no. She definitely does not deserve to be in the arena whatsoever, not just the match. Um, So let her sit at home. Let her finish out her contract. The contract they're going to tack on that time for because she's not wrestling. Um, Basically locking her in a WWE black hole. Uh, however, if all that is incorrect, and that's really not what's going on, and that's just rumor mill and storyline and whatever is happening, um, then yes. I, if she's on the roster, then I would absolutely put her in this match, and I would put her in instead of Natalia. And, and, and you know what? I would put her in instead of Dana Brooke and still take Natalia out and put Mickey Cross in, or Nikki Cross. <laughs> Mickey James, Mickey Cross. I'd put them both I'm in just, there. Now. Hey, Mickey, Nikki, you're so fun. You're going to be in this match. <laughs> What are your feelings on the the women's side? As far as what's going on right now? Yeah, like looking at who we have in there right now, nothing changes. That's the lineup. No one gets injured. Which one do you think is going to be better? you think it's going to be the men's or the ladies? Just kind of like men? 100%. You don't think the women are going to be able to pull it off this year? No, because you have Naomi, you have Bailey, Ember, and then you you have middle of Alexa and Mandy. And then you have Dana Brooke at the bottom of the list, who's not going to be entertaining at all. Natalia, who needs to retire. And Carmella, who just can't wrestle. <laughs> Whereas when you look at the men, you have Ricochet and Ali. And you got Ricochet and Ali, who will be doing things off the top. You have Balor uh, and Andrade, who are going to be doing things all over the place. You have McIntyre and, and Braun, who are just going to be powerhousing through stuff. And you have Corbin and Randy, who are the psychologists. That is a well-rounded matchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm i hoping the ladies can pull something off because that's the one thing I've liked about since they've started doing the women's uh, money in the bank is that it's actually been a really an awesome match. Every year it's gotten really? better and better. Really? Well, yeah. when, it, when it starts off the way it started off, it can only get better. <laughs> I mean, I know how much you are a fan of No Chin. Oh, that's horrible, sir. That's horrible. You had to bring him back in, huh? We could have went the entire night. You had to bring No Chin in, huh? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, Carmella in itself kind of brings him in. 
Oh, God, man. Anyways, uh, I digress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just totally digress from everything. Uh, we got we got one more topic to talk talk about tonight. Uh, uh, recently, WWE has actually done one of the best send offs I've ever seen to an individual uh, wrestler ever. Ever. I mean, like they. I think it was everything they were trying to do to keep the wrestler. To be honest with you. Uh, but you know, as of I think what midnight last night, uh, Dean Ambrose's contract uh, expired, and with the WWE, so he's now a free agent. Then comes this cool ass video that showed up out of nowhere, huh? Five minutes later. Ooh, yeah, like literally, contract, on- contract expires. Five minutes later, it, it, and the entire his entire Twitter page is just gone, redone. So Dean Ambrose is no longer in WWE for the time being, and or maybe yeah. You know. All of a sudden, this guy shows up out of nowhere, uh, returning John Moxley, and that was a sick video, by the way. That was that a lot was of, uh, a lot of production into that video without being having a job. Yeah, that was yeah, a high quality like production piece, if you ask me. That was high quality H two O right there, man. That was whoa, the- whoa, whoa! Now you're getting movies mixed up. Yeah, bro. <laughs> now you're mixing Waterboy with Varsity Blues. <laughs> Come on, Mox. Throw the ball, Mox. Oh my god. But that was that was a cool ass video. I, I, I really liked yeah, it. it. Now, dude, wouldn't that be sick if like next week he just flipped and all of a sudden he's on WWE with that he's attitude? He's not. Huh? He's not. You say he's not gonna be in WWE or he is? I don't. I, I don't know. We'll so, have to see. Here's my thought. I think we're going to see vignettes and videos for the next couple months. I think we're going to see teases for AEW. I think we're going to see teases for Fight of the Fallen. I think we're going to see teases uh, for Day- Daytona uh, or Fighter Fest. Um, we're going to see a lot of teases of where he might end up, and I think we see him come at the end of the summer at SummerSlam. I don't think he's gone. That's a very WWE-looking production piece. Um, there's a lot of money that went into that. There's a lot of different connotations and um, interpretations of this piece that came out last night. Um, one of them, Jail Cell. And you can compare that to being the Jail Cell, much like... <laughs> nicely said. Nicely said. Would you say it was very elite production? Well, considering I love the Elite, I watch the Elite, that is much higher quality than the Elite production pieces they put out. <laughs> and and I will compare this in a moment because the Elite did put – or a member of the Elite did put out a pretty amazing production piece promo this weekend also. Uh, and I will compare the two. Um, so interpretation, JL Sal breaking loose. Some people could say that's him breaking free of the WWE. Be breaking free of the Dean Ambrose character. Could be breaking loose of the Shield. Um, depends on which direction you think he's going. If you think he's going to AEW or Impact or Ring of Honor or any other of the multi-billion wrestling organizations, it could be simply breaking away from the WWE. Me personally, I don't think he's leaving WWE. I think he's still employed by the WWE, and that's why they're doing everything. This is the last time the Shield's together. Well, why? Well, because John Moxley isn't a member of the Shield. So you can't have the Shield if we don't have Dean Ambrose, because Dean Ambrose is a member of the Shield, not John Moxley. Um, so to me, 
breaking free of the the shackles that have held him to what he's been since he's been on the main roster, and that's the shield. Um, also, he breaks through. What else happens in that video? Gets chased by a rather large dog. A big dog, so to speak. Um, who's the big dog? Ah, Roman is. Gotcha. Breaking free of the shield name. Running from the big dog. I don't know. You can kind of say it however you want to say it. Um, I think it's. I think there's a couple different things. They did have – I don't know if you noticed, but I went back a couple times to look at it. At the end of it, as he's walking by the gym, there's dice on the wall. A two and a five. What happens on May 25th? AEW, double or nothing. Uh, what's their what's their logo on that card poster? Dice. So I think there's a lot of stuff going on in these production pieces that are going to get people thinking. Um, I'm surprised. I, I'm actually surprised at how much. I think the last night was like 1.5 million views on that video already. Like he, if he is a free agent, whether he's not or is, the storyline of him being a free agent right now, he is the hottest free agent out there. He's getting more traction, momentum, and following in the last 24 hours than Kenny Omega had for the entire month between Ring of Honor or uh, New Japan and AEW. Uh, look at the biggest free agents of the last four years, and I don't think anyone, with the exception of AJ Styles, and even AJ Styles didn't really have this much traction before he jumped over to WWE. Yeah. So it's interesting, it's crazy, and it's very – intriguing as to where he's going to go and where the hints are pointing, it's definitely going to be left to interpretation is still people can start talking and it's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. I, I, I see where you're going from on both sides. I, you definitely lay out a path of saying he can go either way and whatever they're going to do. The things that kind of threw me off about it is that if it is WWE, then it is, I think it's one of their things where they're trying to show that they're trying to go back to the, uh, I don't want to say the attitude error, but I think they're starting to lift those restraints off. We talked about this about six or seven months ago about WWE trying to go a little bit more, I don't want to say R-rated, but, man, they're getting up there uh, when we were talking about, like, Samoa Joe and AJ Styles feud and whatnot. And the reason why I mention that is because the one thing I did notice in there about it was the fact you had the blood dripping, the bar bar, all that stuff. These are all things that WWE kind of shies away from when they're doing their vignettes right now. I mean, we're – we're watching these vignettes for Bray Wyatt, and it's a puppet and a damn puppet. And uh, and then you see the vignettes for Lars Sullivan or all the uh, all the NXT guys that came up, and they were all just clean personalities or whatever it was. There was no there was no hardcore to them. Even Lars Sullivan was just grabbing a damn chain, pretty much. So to me, it looks like it is his. You know, he took his money and spent it wisely. And if it is, if it is AEW holding off to not have him sign until the actual day of the show and and blow it up, hey man, they they did it. They're doing it the right way. Uh, they're doing it right. But but the only thing that throws me off with that is I do remember them saying this about two weeks ago that they're not trying to get a bunch of ex WWE washouts or or ex WWE wrestlers they want to try to make this as coming from um, the organization that is being ran by a wwe superstar makes yeah. sense yeah also no, I, I, uh, the biggest name on that roster is a wwe reject as far yeah. as kenny omega oh and you have the biggest one of the biggest names in loyalty to the wwe in chris jericho 
Okay. Got it. So, yeah, well, oh, and, and one of the main event is Hangman Page versus Pac, who last time I checked is a WWE reject. Got it. Got yeah. it. Got that's it. what they said. I'm just saying that's what they said. So, um, so I, Mind Freak, do you have any comments on this? The video was amazing. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. Was amazing. Like you he said, just got, he just got to watching the video right now. No, I, I, I thought he was doing over there looking in the corner. Watching it again? No, no, <laughs> I'm no, it's testing something. Um, no, but like it's absolutely as you said, it's it's open interpre- interpretation, and some of the stuff that you were mentioning, like I didn't even think of until you said it, like the whole thing with like the dog chasing them and stuff like that. Like I, it. I finally yeah, did it. It yeah, took me a year and one episode. Cause I don't know if you know this, boys, but today marks the one year anniversary from our second episode. So one year and one episode later, I finally blew his mind. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was standing ovation, standing ovation. I think there was enough gas built up in there that it finally just happened, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Pete actually puts a good comment out there. Uh what if this was Fox producing it and getting them ready for when SmackDown hits Fox? That would be hella amazing. Do I'm you just- know how awesome the vignettes for that for a, a six month period of time would be? Absolutely. Like, that would be a, that would be amazing. Like if you're getting if you're literally getting a million plus watching these vignettes every say they do one a month. That's a million views a month. Trying to figure out where this guy is going. And the very last one comes out like an hour before SmackDown premieres. And it shows John Moxley showing up to the SmackDown arena. Or how about like talking, about, talking about getting viewership? You have you you tag that up with Moxley doing this six month uh vignette promo to get him to, to the viewership to SmackDown, and then you start SmackDown the very first episode with Brock Lesnar winning the championship. That'll be the highest rated SmackDown. In decades, I agree. I could. I mean, the first one's gonna actually give me the highest one they've had. I, I think when they do eventually switch to Fox, there's gonna be a lot of. Uh, at that point, there's gonna be a lot of buildup for it, and to ha- that would be incredible if they're able to pull that off. What would be more incredible if they don't screw it up with Renee? I mean, uh, whatever whatever Disney can do to get that to work right. I mean, hot damn. Yeah, I, apparently they figured out how to make money over the last weekend. <laughs> one point two billion dollars i mean they had to do something with with robert downey jr making a million or making a hundred million dollars on it really and then, right. I mean, what, uh chris and scarlet made 25 i think it was a piece or something i don't know um, um damn so i mean to go back onto like the vignettes and promos and why i don't think it was an elite promotion promo um there was a promo put out this weekend if you haven't seen it yet we talked about it last week with Gold Dust cutting the Gold Dust name and becoming Dustin Rhodes and dropping the all nat or the natural and going to fight his brother, um, the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes at Double or Nothing. Well, Cody Rhodes cut a promo of all promos this weekend. Amazing promo. You so where I did see that by the way. Where where John Moxley had the vision or the 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 cinematography of a promo. Cody had the the audio, the of, 
the, the delivery, the, the actual, like the promo of all promos to go with that. Um, he's not fighting his brother. He's fighting an entire era. He's fighting this match to put the attitude era to waste, to put it in the past, to move on, to let it go, to prove that it's not as big as it was. So, I mean, with the exception of one comment he made, I agree with everything he had to say. And I love the Attitude Era. I, the AE was what I grew up in. Um, you know, Triple, his, his, his comments against Triple H, um, using the pissant term altogether. Um, you know, his whole was the, the rock, what Dwayne said, any different than what Cut or Punk said. Uh, that pissed me off because it was a lot different, actually. Uh, Punk's a little crybaby. Um, and, and The Rock was delivering lines, and The Rock was making magic happen, and Punk was crying. Um, but other than that, everything that, that Cody said in that, that three-minute promo was absolutely amazing. And if you're not an AEW fan, if you're not a Cody Rhodes fan, if you're not interested in what's going on outside the WWE, this that promo alone, no, if you're a WWE guy and you watched the Hall of Fame and heard Hunter's speech and then you hear this if i wasn't a w or what if i was only a wwe guy that speech would get me enough to where i'm tuning in to watch out to watch what's happening over yeah. at mm-hmm. yeah it was it was an awesome it was it three and a half four minutes cody three and just, half minutes yeah dark room him just it, it, to me it was to me it didn't even seem like a promo that's how good it was it was just him just speaking and I mean, even the way it ended, it, it just seemed like it ended abruptly. Like there was probably more to that conversation, but they just cut it off right there. Fade to black. Yeah, man. It it was <laughs> it was. And going to that for people who are fans of WWE, you might not like the vin. You might not like it, depending on how uh, hardcore you are about it. Because as people know, the AE era, the Attitude Era, is the is a majority of the uh, WWE's fan base at this point. Dude, this is I mean, it's when it comes down to AE, that is like the golden era. Like I know I know there's the actual golden era of wrestling and only fitting you wearing the piss ant shirt right now. Um <laughs> but the golden era like the AE was like it's that era that is held above all. Doesn't matter I, what you did. On the attitude era and the Monday Night Wars saved wrestling. Because it got to a point where, like, you know, during this time I was at college, we weren't watching. I even remember that there was probably like a two or three year gap where I just totally not watched wrestling. But it saved wrestling. That's all it did. Uh, it brought a lot well, of people back to it. It saved wrestling and ushered it into what we have now. I mean, it yeah, was- and it wasn't, it was not WWE by itself. ECW had I mean- a part in it. Uh, WCW had a part in it. It's just where everyone let the reins go, and it was almost like free will, dude. And it's what saved wrestling and made it mainstream yet again. I mean, and to be honest, we don't have the women's revolution if it isn't for the AE. Yep. The AE, because the AE. you don't have the bra and panties matches. You don't have the bikini matches. You don't have the mud matches. You don't have all the BS women promos. That are going to degrade the women's department division. Um, not said it was entertaining back then because it was, and when you're a teenager, damn right it is. Um, but we also got to see the first revolution happen. Revolutions don't just happen in one phase. The first revolution was Lita, was Molly Holly, 
was Jacqueline, was Trish Stratus. Uh, that was the first revolution. Ivory was a wrestler. Um, she did get some other, you know, knocks against her. But then when she part of the, joined RTC and became all about the wrestling, we got to see more of a wrestler from Ivory. Now you had all the others of overshadowing her and whatnot. Oh, we had China. They're in the AE. Um, who I don't Victoria. care who you are, Victoria. Uh, but you know, we don't have all the other stuff there. If we don't have all the other stuff, then we don't realize what we have today. And we may never have gotten what we have today because they didn't. They would never have seen they needed to make a change, and they needed to go after more stuff. Yes, they changed the D, the women's championship to the Divas Championship, and they started bringing in other people. But that Divas Championship and that Divas that Divas division is what gave us the revolution, that gave us AJ Lee, that gave us you know as much as you don't like them, or not just you guys. I'm saying in general, it did give us the Bellas and the Bellas. People hated the Bellas forever, but over the time. Nikki, by the time Nikki retires, she's become a actually solid and damn good wrestler from where she was 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we got Natalia. We got Beth Phoenix. You know, Beth Phoenix was a Divas champion. We got Michelle McCool. We got Layla. You know, we, we got these talent who were that crossover from the Diva, the Attitude Era to the Divas division. And with the Divas division ended with the revolution of the talent we got. We don't get that talent if it wasn't for what was going on after the Attitude Era. We don't get what happens after the Attitude Era because it, without the Attitude Era happening. Absolutely. Yeah, like I said, it, it's, it saved wrestling and it actually moved it in the direction that it needed to go. Uh, you know, it, WWE found the light. They were able to take uh, a WCW and move. I'm about to make that comment. The light. Or the night is always darkest before light. <laughs> <laughs> I had to, man. We're on a nerd channel. I had to do it. Uh, we are nerds, man. We are so much nerds. But yeah, it, it's and, and I guess we're going back to what it is, John Moxley, man. Uh, I think uh, and everything that's going to come from it. Well, this has been a great night, man. We actually had a good conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I know Pete was definitely throwing in some comments. Thank you oh, so hold on, much. Got a question. Got a question. Hold on. Oh, what? 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 Big nerd question. What are you watching live in three weeks? Son of a gun. He went there. Oh, um, my I, God. He did. He and so did. I'm going to go with this. And, Mest, I hope you listen because I hope you jump in on this one. What What are you watching live in three weeks? My name is Bank or Final Fantasy Game of Thrones. And I'm going to tell you right now, I hate as soon as I realized what was that they were the same day, I looked the other day a couple days ago, and I realized the same day, and I thought, damn, that sucks. Well, Luckily for the three of us, we are all on our Game of Thrones cast that night. Um, Which is so, nice. so uh, yeah, I will be watching Money in the Bank later in the evening or nighttime. Um, I am off the day after, so I will watch it Same through the night. As well. Same um, as I, I will be watching Game of Thrones live so that we can do our reaction show. And the fact that we get Money in the Bank and a lot that happens afterwards, we get Game of Thrones and it's all over. Well, so can't I will you, definitely... Wait, wait, can't you pull it off though? Doesn't Game of Thrones start at eight o'clock and uh, oh, and Money in the Bank will get over around seven thirty? No, Money in the Bank starts at four o'clock and will end around nine. No, it's not a five-hour show. No, it's a one-hour pre-show, four-hour event. No, it's going to be done by seven thirty. No, eight o'clock. Hold on, hold on. No, no, the main raw, the main card starts at five p.m. The pre-show starts no, at four. No, 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 no. The main card starts at four. 
No, eight o'clock, eight o'clock Eastern time. You know what? We got three weeks to debate that. How about that? But well, we yeah, we'll figure. There's no need to debate it. You're wrong. wrong. This is a and one-time event, so of course you're gonna do Game of Thrones live. <laughs> <laughs> That's our producer, by the way. If everyone wants to see him, I and, and money in the bank happens every year. I know it's a different match each time, but this is a one-time event. The the ending of Game of Thrones. If, if you are a wrestling fan, you're not hearing our producer right now. We are going to totally watch Money in the Bank. Oh no, they're, they're hearing me. No, I turned myself not. on. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching it late. <laughs> that that, that okay. is our famous. In the background there, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna show you my day right now. I am gonna be at work at 11 o'clock that morning. Oh. I am going to be doing a pre-show cast with another wrestling show uh, before the good, good show, by the way. Good show. What's good, that? show. good show. Oh, well, no, I'm not talking about just my show. I'm talking about with another oh. show that oh. we have a challenge. For. So I'm going on to another show. Um, so you know, we're all about expanding the, the the universe. We always do that. We always shout out other people online and stuff. Um, Talkamania. So we, I don't know, boot to the face. We I have we have a running uh, competition with a couple other podcasts, um, which maybe we probably should get one going with us. Um, but we have a a rematch. This is going to be our third matchup against Talkamania podcast. So we will be jumping on their show pre-show they do. Before money in the bank to give our predictions to go against theirs, then I will work, and I will get up at four o'clock, um, rush home, watch it. I will have money in the bank playing the entire time I'm on my way home. Um, oh, get home, man. finish that, watch Game of Thrones, and be ready to go for the finale and our finale cast. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get through it all, but I will be amped, ready to go. Man, just pretend there was a production meeting beforehand. You're fine. Out of those retail hours, baby. I, 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 I'm going out and saying this right now. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Uh, I'm going out and saying if for, doesn't matter. I'm stopping Money in the Bank like 30 minutes early to make sure I have enough time to watch Game of Thrones for cast. Just saying. <laughs> Underachievers. That's what you guys are. <laughs> hey, uh, my freak. Where can these uh, fine uh, fans of ours follow you, sir? Right over my shoulder on Twitter at MindFreakMLG, talking nerd wrestling, pretty much everything on there. Um, you guys can actually find me a lot more right here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash btvmindfreak. Um, ordered a bunch of new parts. Uh, got my other working on building a streaming PC, so everything's going to be running nice and smoothly here soon. Nice. Bearded Master, where can we follow you? Sir? You can also follow him at coachesshadow.com. Uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, you can find me both Instagram and Twitter at a bearded master. There you go, simple as that. You can follow me Masonic Vader and Masonic Vader seventy one on the PlayStation Network. Masonic Vader on Twitter. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you to Mouse Hive and Court for letting us cast in our show. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out a little bit longer tonight. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. And, of course, how we always like to finish the show, we go off with that one, two, three. Yeah, rock on, guys. Take care.